This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back to another week. Another great week. Another great week. Jamie is home from Canada this week. Yeah, I'm home. It's funny. We're recording this before she leaves. So <laughs> we're like, she Don't hasn't tell even... them that. <laughs> she hasn't even left yet. I haven't left, but I'm already home. But I'm already home. We don't really have a weekly recap. No, we're kind of just going to jump in. We're just going to jump in. Because we have a lot of juicy, juicy questions. Oh my gosh. That these you guys... So Hopefully not our loyal listeners didn't send these because they're really mean. They're so mean. When you do the anonymous questions, I can't believe how mean people can get. Oh, people do not care. They like, literally are savages. I We're going to actually talk about this. Which is like, I mean, the whole point of the anonymous question box is to like get questions that people are too scared to ask you otherwise. So like I 1 million percent get that, that they're going to be more mean. They're going to be like the, the harder questions. Yeah, but, we set ourselves up for that. But it's hilarious that the second you can hide behind like a non-username or like an anonymous box, you just turn into like an absolute savage. Like I wonder, I mean, 100% these people wouldn't say it to our face. Oh, no, I wish they would. I wish so bad they would. I wish more than anything they we would. We want to talk about this later though. So let's not dive too much into the anonymous yes. questions. Yeah. Because we're going to do a whole episode about social media boundaries, how to kind of keep yourself sane when it comes to being like an influencer or content creator or even anybody on social media. Because yeah. I've seen like a lot of my friends that aren't even influencers or aren't even like in the social media world do the anonymous question box. And to like, yeah, set the boundaries that you feel are like appropriate for you and especially with kids because we got so many questions yes. which we're not going to answer. But so many questions about exploiting your children and what that is because there's been so much stuff on the internet about it lately. So mm -hmm. anyway, we'll do a whole episode on that. But Let's, just wanted to preface that people are mean. People. So, <laughs> And I also do want to say, even if we get a little heated in this episode, which is going to happen because a lot of these questions are horrible, it's lighthearted. It's all in fun. It's all, it's in, all fun. in fun. We're it's not, all because we're laughing. We aren't taking these like Super, super serious. We're not taking these to heart. Yes. They're not destroying. Because I got a lot of people that are like, why would you do this? You're just going to cry on the episode. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm like, so sorry for you guys. But like, before I read the questions, I was like in a good headspace. Yeah. I went into it knowing. I knew we were just going to do an episode about this. And I was going to be able to talk instead of like answer them on Instagram and be like worried about every word I chose. Like, yep. Which is why we're doing the podcast to begin with. Because yeah. I need longer than an Instagram story frame to talk about five some seconds to talk about. Yeah. So let's just jump into it. I have, yeah. a, I have an easy one to start. Who was your last Instagram search? Oh, that is a good one. Let me pull it up right here right now. And I know who it's going to be Amber filler up Clark because we went to a lunch and she was there and you guys, she's just major. Like she's like walking elegance. Like, I don't even know that what, was like a really good way. To what better her. way to say it? Like everything she does just feels like, I don't know. She's like beautiful. She's just who she is and she owns it and she's so confident. I feel like she's a good like older sister role model because of the way that she just talks. Yeah. Like I would ask her for advice. Oh, a million percent I would. I just, yeah, I don't know. Everything she does is just like elegant to me. Mine is 
Oh, mine's lame. What is yours? Well, you gotta say it. I know, but it's just lame because the only reason I, because I was looking for a message from her about the event. It was Paige Christensen. Oh, so it wasn't like not lame, like lame person. I freaking love Paige. Love her. Yeah, but it was just because I was looking for our DMs. Yes. Well, there you go. So not lame, not like lame, not, but not that she's lame. Like my last search when somebody asked me that question was Taylor Frankie Paul. Oh, which that's is hilarious. A yes. better search. But yes. Yes. I searched Paige and also in here is Tony's. And then also in here is Disneyland hotels. That's because hilarious. I was trying to find somewhere to stay for Disneyland. That is so funny. My second one is codependent podcast. So. Nice. Biggest fan. You know where my name's at. <laughs> Um, I mean, where my head's at. You know, where I was confused at. what you You're said. You're like, what do you say? But saying? I kind of just went with it. <laughs> okay, yours is next. Okay, let's go. Okay, well, we got we to gotta talk about the hottest subject in the room, which is my eyebrows, you guys. <laughs> okay, you pissed people off with your freaking you eyebrows. guys, I made people so mad with my eyebrows. People, the amount of messages in that anonymous question box was like, what in the actual hell happened to Jamie's eyebrows? I'm sorry, but they're hideous. She looks so ugly. Caterpillars. She, used, she has caterpillars. She used to be gorgeous. Now she's ugly. People are people hate my eyebrows. I'm very, very sorry, you guys. So what did you do to your eyebrows? Like, okay. Just let's walk through the, like, what did you do? Okay, I've done it before, too, and nobody said anything, so it must be very dramatic this time, but... I went and got them laminated, which what that is, is they put like perm solution on your eyebrows to make them like stand straight up because that's the trend. Like everybody knows that. And if you don't know that, that's probably why you hate them. I agree with that. Well, and in addition to that, you get them tinted. So you get them darker so that you don't have to fill them in every day. So literally your eyebrows are done for the day. Like they're, they're straight up and they're colored. So you don't have to touch them. But, or you can like brush them up or do whatever. You can brush them however you want. They don't even have to stick straight up. They just stay whatever direction you put them in. Anyways, I got them done. And I will say the lady did go darker than I wanted her to go. Like I told her when I went in that I wanted like a light brown because I'm blonde. She went like a dark, dark brown. And so. Is that not what happened last time? No, last time they weren't as dark because I was very like, do not go dark. And I thought that like. This girl was even like more of a professional. So I was like, okay, I don't want them dark. And I didn't like reiterate it, which probably is my fault. Like she did a great job, nothing on her. It was definitely me. I should have reiterated like multiple times. I didn't want them very dark. I should have let her keep the tint on for like five seconds because I'm blonde. My eyebrows are blonde. So any dark tint is going to change them. Yeah, and I so stop looking at them. now I can see staring at my eyebrows and she hates them too. I actually like them. I like. They were insane Yesterday. Yesterday. Isn't that when you got them done? No, I got them done oh, two days ago. The first day you got them done, yes. they were insane. But you even were like, they're insane. They're going to die down. They're going to die down. And now they look fantastic and I want to get mine done. I think that the reason people like hated them so much was because literally the next, the very next morning I got them done like in the late afternoon. The next morning I had to do an ad for Dime Beauty in the morning with no makeup on. Dime Beauty literally does not let you do an ad if you have makeup on. So I think that it looked very dramatic because I had no bronzer on. I had no foundation. So I looked like no mascara, no mascara that like the black mascara combined with my foundation plus bronzer, like makes me have a little bit more color on my skin and my face. So I think that that's why people were like, what happened? Because even when I was recording it, I was like, holy crap, my eyebrows look very dark for my face, like with no makeup on. And so I, I, I hope that that's why. But regardless of it, I think it's so funny how mad people got. People are so mad at you. People are so mad at me. Like, I'm seriously so ugly. I'm sorry, you guys. I love them. <laughs> you hate my bushy eyebrows. Bushy eyebrows are a trend. And if you don't like bushy eyebrows, like... That's fine. That's totally fine. I got some nice messages that were like, they look bomb. Like, the first day they were dark, but they look amazing, which I will say they were dark the first day. Yeah. That's the point, though, too, that they die down every time you wash your face, that... 
the face wash like gets in it and yeah it, but there were there was there was a lot of messages about your eyebrows. there was so many so, so elephant in the room jamie's elephant. eyebrows are done <laughs> they're done and they are bushy <laughs> they're not that bushy. they're not that bad you guys but i did get somebody that said like i'm i'm native american and so my eyebrows are naturally more bushy and she was like I, it's so funny to me that the trend is to have bushy eyebrows because my whole life I've gotten them like waxed, waxed to be like, and, yeah, to be like curvy. Yeah. And like now the trend is like really big, beautiful, bushy eyebrows. And so now she fits the trend. Now she fits the trend. So I'm like, girl, everyone wants to be you now. <laughs> Literally though. So. All right. Moving on. Yes. Do you ever feel like Jamie and you feel like it's a competition between each other? I feel like you represent all the same brands. Good question. Good question. And we, I think we got this multiple times said in different ways. In different ways, yeah. One, first of all, we are represented by the same management. Yeah. That's just first and foremost. But I will say our management has only ever gotten us one of the same campaigns. Yep. Ever. Like they've ever pitched me and Jamie to the same brand that has chosen both of us to go through with a partnership. Every other time we work with a brand that works with both of us, it's because they've reached out to both of us. And it's not just me and Jamie. Normally, when a brand reaches out to somebody, it's like everyone goes live the same day. Because the more people to see that brand, the better. It's just smart marketing. And so even when we were like in LA with Kansas, like we all like got an email at the exact same time. We all checked our email. We all got the same collaboration email invite like to all of us. Because they're looking for a specific niche, which like we are. Motherhood. Motherhood, lifestyle, family. And so, no, we don't represent all of the same brands. There's been a lot of brands that we don't work with the same. Like you work with Pampers, I work with Huggies. Yep. And like completely, that will never change. I think people don't get like just because Kenzie gets a brand deal, it's not like I can be like, hey, can you like also sign with me? That's not how it works. That's, they have to like ask you. They have to, yeah. They have to reach out to you and say, hey, send me these analytics. Send me your story views. Send me all these your rates, in, your like, rates and your insights and like all of these things. So no matter what, even if there was a brand like that I wanted to work with that Kenzie got, I doesn't mean I would get it. Like I wouldn't get it because they didn't reach out to me. Exactly. So, so it probably seems like that. But also I think maybe because you follow both of us and you see both of our stories, if you follow a lot of other people, like you'll see Dime Beauty has a lot of the same times that you have to go live for multiple creators across the board. So you'll see like 16 Dime Beauty ads that day. That's because that's the day they chose. And that's like, and the, they, they, work, they work with, yeah, lots of creators. Yeah. And so, yeah. Same with like fries. Me and Kendall always go live the same day with fries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Completely. you guys went live the same day with fries. Yeah. Like, so it's just across the board, mo- most brands choose influencers that are in the same niche and like they want to represent them. And they're like pretty similar influencers, yeah. I feel like. When I feel like you and I both like talk often about like what brand deals we have coming up and, and ones we're excited about and ones we're bummed we didn't we didn't get chosen for. Like yeah. that happens sometimes too that you're really excited and then they get rates from multiple influencers and they decide to go with one versus the other. And so we like talk about all of that. And so I think that that takes away like the competition the comp- yeah. of like we're excited for each other when we get a brand deal that we're each excited about. Yeah, because we don't get all of the same brand deals. No. I can be excited for a brand deal I have. And a brand deal that you have. Exactly. Yeah. I don't and f- when we do get the same, it's like awesome. Guess what? There's there's enough budget for both of us to have a really cool opportunity with these people. Exactly. Like when you got fries, I was like, oh, I'm bummed. Like I didn't get fries because I was really excited like because I love fries. But then they reached out to me a month later. Exactly. So like it, it's not, it's never like I'm mad you got that brand deal. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. The like, thing is there's, a, there's enough space for everybody 
on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, anything. If you want to be a content creator, if you want to be an influencer, there's a space for you. Brands are looking for everybody. They're not just looking for one specific person. They're looking from, for somebody with a range of a thousand followers to a million followers. Like yep. brands like to look, work with smaller influencers, bigger influencers, medium influencers, like all across the board because they want, yeah, they want different like niches too. Yeah. And there's just, there's room for everybody and it doesn't have to be this competitive nature of like, you got something I didn't get. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that, especially like if you get like when you worked with anthropology and that was like your dream, like collab, it was like, that's no competition. Like I'm so excited for you. Like that's yeah, so cool. Exactly. So I think that do you feel, I guess, let's go deeper into the yeah. question. Do you feel yeah. competitive about other things that don't have to do with Instagram? Not really. Not really, no. Like an honesty. No, me Not neither. really. Like, I don't know. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, like, I'm going to get this or like, I'm going to do this before her or like, I don't know. You would be mad if I got a Jeep Grand Wagoneer before you. I would be V mad. <laughs> but I know that. So I would never do it. But you know it. that. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I feel like it is hard being sisters and being so close in age and being in the same industry and working together and having kids the same exact age. I think it would be very easy to become really competitive with each other and have a little bit of jealousy and all of that. Like, it would be very, very easy to have those feelings. And there are times where I do catch myself being like, oh, I'm jealous of this. And then I take a step back and I'm like, why am I jealous of this? Just yes. because I don't have it. I have other things. And I'm so insanely proud of everything that you've done. And I think that... I, I think it's a mindset. It's a, it's it's literally Like a to be like, I'm so happy for like what you've done and how far you've come and like how hard you've worked to have what you have. Like, so instead of being jealous, it's like, I'm so happy for you. And I'm so proud of and you. And I'm so proud of because you. Because also being in the same industry, it makes it easy to be proud of somebody because you know how hard. You know how freaking hard it is. Exactly. So like, when you do get something or you have something or you're doing good, like it's encouraging and yeah. it's, it's exciting. And I will say at the beginning, I think there was a little bit more competitiveness than there is now. I think we've grown in that way of like really being proud of each other and yes. like our successes are both of our successes because we do so much together that like oh yeah when you succeed I succeed when I succeed you succeed like I remember there was a point where like you were just getting like millions and millions and millions of views on your reels and I was like really really stuck at that point and I remember being like why isn't this happening for me what am I doing wrong what am I doing different I think I voiced that to you like I'm not mad at you in any way, shape, or form. I'm so proud of you. But like it sucks that that isn't happening. I'm frustrated because I feel like I'm doing the same exact thing and I'm not seeing the success from it. But I think overall the communication is what's important for me to tell you like I'm feeling so frustrated for you to be like, let me help you. Let me see what I've done that you could do better. Or like even like just knowing where my head is at of feeling insecure and you can kind of feed off of that. Not that you should dumb down your achievements in any yes. way, shape or form, but the communication instead of being petty. Well, exactly. Is the most important And part. instead of, you can be bummed about like what's happening to yourself and that doesn't have to diminish your happiness for somebody else. Like Completely. even if I'm like, oh dang, like you got that brand. Like I would love to work with that brand. Like it has I'm, nothing to do with me. I'm bummed because I wish I could yes. do that, but I'm not less happy for you. You're- and so I think that that's where like competitiveness can be like harming if I'm like, 
wow, like, well, I'm going to like get that brand or like I'm going to do this because like, or I did this, like, so you didn't get to do that. Like, I think that that's where it becomes like really harmful to relationships. And, and it comes like petty of like, you don't even want to tell me your successes because you don't think I'm going to be happy for you. Exactly. And that's like, I think that you and I avoid that pretty good to just like have that open communication yeah. of like what we're excited for and what, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that that we've done a real, we've mastered that in a really healthy way. I feel like. I agree. Like I agree. really good. And like I said, at the beginning, it was more of a transition of like being in the same industry, having kids the same age, like all of that. Yeah. I feel like the kids never really come into play. I think it's more our job than yeah. anything. But I also feel like, I mean, I feel like you've always been like super supportive of me. Like tried to be doing it so and helping me and like helping me be where I am. Like we got some questions like, does Jamie like ride your coattail? Like, does that annoy you? And I'm like, or like, does she not give you credit? And I'm like, no, I give Kenzie all the credit in the world. Like you literally helped me be where I am and like have the job that I have because you did so good and you encouraged me. Like I never felt like you were like, yeah, probably like it's not working. So like maybe don't do it. Like I remember being stuck at 10K for so long and I was so frustrated and you weren't like, yeah, looks like you're just like there forever. Like sucks to suck. Sucks for you. Like you were like, yeah, maybe you should try this or like do this or whatever. And you like will include me in giveaways that you do. Like, so of course I'm like, yeah, you've helped me along the way and I'll give you credit for that all day, every single day. I would but, never diminish that ever. But on the other side of me, Caitlin and Kendall don't have followers. Why yeah. Do, why do Kat and Ke Kendall not have followers when they're my sisters as well? It's because Jamie puts the time, energy, and effort into it that people want to stay and follow her. And so... There has to be some some value I give to some make... value. Exactly. And, and I, also, like, some people... Do, like, you have 200,000 followers. I don't have 200,000 followers. So, it like, not all your not followers, followers just, like, come to me. Completely. I wish. No, <laughs> come on, guys. Literally. <laughs> no. But that... I think that... I get the question. Yes. I get the idea behind the question. Like, would you even be an influencer if I wasn't an influencer? Yes, completely. But on the other side of that, you have to see the hard work that's being put in. And it doesn't just happen overnight that you're related to somebody with followers and then they automatically are an influencer. Get followers, yeah. Kat and Kendall are just the perfect example. They're my other sisters. I love them. I cherish my relationships with them. I share them on social media, but they don't care and they don't try. They don't want to be influencers. Exactly. And like, yeah, I think that that's a good question of like, would I do it if you weren't doing it? Probably not because I wouldn't have known about it. Completely. Like, I wouldn't have probably wanted to try because I wouldn't have had the encouragement. And like, I sense. think that goes into like my personality too is like, I hate failing. Mm -hmm. And so I don't try things because I don't want to fail at them. And, and so I like, just like went in both feet first. You went in and then you were like, you like pushed me to go in. And so I think that like, I wouldn't have just, like, jumped in if I didn't have encouragement from you to, like, help sense. me with it. That makes so, sense. So, yeah, probably not. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> if that's a good question. Okay. Do you think – this is going in a whole different direction. I'm but dying. It's kind of funny because we just went here. Do you think that Stony Clover is the Ray Dunn of girly girls and teenagers? Yeah, 100%. A million percent. And I'm okay with it. I'm still going <laughs> to shop at Stony Clover, but – I think that is accurate. Yeah, I 100% agree. People are like, don't you think that Stony Clover is still chuggy, but it's just like the colorful version? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do. I do. But I like it. I, it's okay if you like chuggy things. It's just okay. own it, though. Just own it. Yes. yes. Okay, but I have another one because that was that like... Was, that, that was lame. That was lame. How tall are your husbands really? I feel like you don't answer because they are so short. I want a number. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does my husband's height really affect you that much? Okay. There's like two really, really funny things about, okay, multiple funny things. First funny thing is the fact that I've literally made reels about the Justin short. 
Like I've literally made like reels about it. Like you owned that. I've owned it and I literally don't care. You guys, I'm 5'1". I do not care how tall my husband is. I do not care. As long as he's 5'2", we're chilling. <laughs> you guys. Oh, I'm, should I give this girl a number? Like, come give on. Give her the freaking number. Give her number. the freaking number. Justin's 5'9", you guys. Okay? That's not even that there short. There you go. He's 5'9". That's not even that short. <laughs> it's not that short. But I think for a guy, if they're like under six foot, it seems short. That's... But to me, I'm 5'1". I don't give a flying crap. I... That, you're taller than me. I can wear whatever heels I dang want. Absolutely. And you're still taller and than me. And you're still like five inches taller than so, me. So good night. Good night. Okay. Also, DJ's 6'2". <laughs> DJ's actually tall, he you guys. He actually is like pretty tall. Like people either think that you're really like. They ever think I'm really short. And so he doesn't. He like looks tall because yeah. I'm short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They must think you're very, they, very They short. have to think that. Yes. I'm five, I mean, you're pretty short. I'm 5'4". Yes. I'm like average size. Are you 5'4"? I feel like you're 5'3". 5'3 three. Three and a half. There you go. Round up, JD. <laughs> no, DJ 6'2". I'm not offended by this question because we love a short He's almost king, a foot taller than you. But I'm not offended. But like... But like your husband's not short. But my husband's not short. Like he's not short? Like he's not short. <laughs> like maybe it's because Payson's short. I don't know where you got this. Also, like I don't want to go out being like a DJ 6'2". He's like a tall king. Like we love tall guys. Like because I just genuinely don't care. I never looked into dating a guy and was like I will only date a guy if they're over six foot I just happened to marry someone that's over six foot had nothing to do with his height exactly I I think think when you're short you don't like we had a tall we have multiple tall friends like and I remember they're always being how tall is your boyfriend like how tall how tall I've I've never dated like a very tall guy because that is so I never not because like they're not my type I just I don't know height isn't like super important to me because I'm so short short. and so it doesn't matter really yeah I always like thought it'd be fun to date like a super tall guy because I am like so short I was like it's really fun I was like dang it I have a short king. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I always was like, oh, that'd be cute. Like a super tall guy with like a really short girl. Like love that image. But never, never for me, guys. I was, I never found one of those. Never found one. You can borrow DJ. You can borrow DJ. I'll borrow DJ whenever I want. I, that question's so funny. And it's so like just a representation of this box. Like, like so aggressively seeking this answer about how tall husbands are. If you would DM me and say how tall is your husband, I would have said 6'2", and I would have DM'd you back in half a second. Yeah, like like they say we don't talk about it. But also you've made multiple <laughs> made reels. reels about it. Like I think it's funny. Also people literally, Abby Herbert, if you don't follow her, she's a TikTok star and a model and she's awesome. But she literally has created a like huge audience off of how her husband's super super short and he's not even that short being short's in being short short king short king is sorry in. dj you're out yeah dj's out i need to find a short king six two is ugly <laughs> on average how many times a week do you have sex Ooh, that's a good one honestly that's so hard to say because it depends on the week depends on my mood it depends on what i've done that week but i would say like a good healthy amount is probably one to two times a week that's exactly what i would have said yeah we air high-fived we <laughs> high-fived it was a horrible high-five okay i'm gonna ask another one yeah that was short. short that was short do you pee with your tampon in oh i mean yeah okay so yes i pee with my tampon in, but then i have to take it out you do i do i just i can't do it's just like, I don't know. What if the string doesn't get pee on it? I still, I can't do it. You can't do it. I, can't, I don't know why. I feel like it just. Okay. I, I also, you pee a lot. I, so you change your tampon a lot. I do. That's why I use a menstrual cup now. You don't have to. I don't have to deal with this tampon garbage. I'm like in a really weird place with a menstrual cup. I like him <laughs> so on board, but the first one I got <laughs> isn't working. Place. The second one I got doesn't fit. It's too big. It hurts. What do I do? Like, I need an in-between those two. Can I get a medium? Can I get, like, a shmedium? A shmedium. No, I need a shmedium. In-between is not a medium. Yeah. I feel sorry for you. I know. My, like, 
yeah, I don't, I don't guess I won't go to TMI, but I need, I need help. I need help. Anybody make a size medium? <laughs> medium, medium. I don't have a large. Can okay. You're I'm acting ask- like I have a wide set vagina. I'm dead. Mean girls. I was going to say, what's that from? Okay, wait. I want to ask another one because that one was also short. Oh, come on. These ones aren't like super juicy, so no. I feel like I can answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How often do you wash your bedding? Jamie, every single day. Oh, at least once every two weeks. Okay. I would say once a month. Okay. That's not too far I would off. even say once every other month. No, that's way too much. That's way too far between. I know. But sometimes if I'm getting busy or something, I will say I'm not the one that does it. DJ does it? DJ does it. DJ does all of our laundry. He's the best for that. No. But he won't put it away. (laughs) He will not. Which is worse. Which is worse. Like starting a load of laundry, not that hard. And he always takes so much credit. Like I do the laundry. It's like, bro, you started it. You you pushed a button. Like that's not that hard. I don't feel bad for you. No, I do not feel bad. But. Fold it all and put it away. And then so we'll if you talk. have a problem with how often I wash my bedding, you need to contact my husband. I'm going to text him. And he would say, I wash it every week because he's very vigilant about it. Is he? he yeah. Is. Clean bedding is like, first of all, your skincare. You've got to have. And DJ sweats a lot. See? He In sweats. Arizona, you're sweating at night. Literally, it's just. Uh, it's so what gross. you need to do is for one month get black bedding and you'll see how disgusting it looks no white bedding hides it that's disgusting no our bedding i just bought new sheets because it looks disgusting you just get rid of them i do too after like a couple months no I'm like, it's been it's been a while with these sheets like they okay, need okay i they need a new they need some new yeah, love they need some new love i got some new sheets too actually they're coming from brooklyn and oh i did too I'm so excited. We have the same collab. So excited. We have the same collab. <laughs> yeah. Kenzie got it for me. Oh, my God. JK. <laughs> okay. I know you talk about sex toys and healthy sex life, but what is the most crazy place you've had sex? Or is that a bedroom activity only? Definitely not a bedroom activity only. No, I don't think it is. I think that sometimes it's hard to, like, get out of the rut. Don't you agree? Like, Well, I was going to say it's with kids. Yeah. Because where else... Where else could I be my kids? Like there's aren't. moms that we'll talk to and they're like, yeah, I just like did a quickie, like, like took him in the bathroom or like took him like no. a- around the corner. I'm like, what? No. Like literally how? We've like fooled around around a corner. We literally never... had a friend that said that they played hide and seek with their kid. That was at home though. Well, it was in No, it wasn't. Yeah, but I know. But like that's, that's wild. I would do that. Hide and seek and your kids just wandering around. I don't know if I do that. I don't know if I. Do. I mean, I love her for doing that. I, I love her for love doing her for it. Doing, I think it's hilarious, but I don't know if I'm like. Have you like fooled around in like a public place? No. Okay. Public? No. And not like public. Like you're not out there like you know getting it on, but like more public than just like the bedroom. No. Have you ever like made out intensely somewhere other than the bedroom? Of course. Like where people are gonna walk by you? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Like I can't like in the car and stuff like the car counts. That I counts. don't know. I don't know like where we would be that like the movies. But yeah. Just, yeah. OK. Yeah. That counts. OK. Count it. <laughs> Where's the craziest place you had sex? I know the answer to this. In Should attract- I answer it? In attractive. Oh, I knew that. Justin's one of Justin's fantasies. But no, I made it happen. What about you? Um, We it was on our honeymoon. We were on a cruise and we ported at um mexico like what where was it you went to i can't remember you did a like a mexican cruise yeah i can't remember what it was either but we were getting massages and there was literally a curtain up this is tmi sorry if my mother-in-law's listening log off log off she logged off a while ago um (laughs) i'm crying (laughs) no there was we went and got massages and there was like literally a paper thin sheet and she was like you can go get dressed now. And we're like, okay, so like, we're going to get dressed. But then we had sex instead. Then we didn't. And there was like a tiny sheet blocking. There was no door. It was just a sheet. 
So that was pretty wild. Dead. Hey, that's wild. That was our wildest, and it was sounds weird. like you fool around in other weird places. Is that is that a common? I would say that's pretty common. Yeah. Okay. Not like super common, but like <laughs> like if you see us at dinner, we're not fooling around under the table. But um, <gasps> but more. I yeah yeah. Okay. Go. Anyway, next one. <laughs> Did you ever have hard days with your kids that you convince yourself you don't want any more kids? I would say decently often. <laughs> what behaviors make you think that I feel like if I just have a day where like Rossi's super clingy Navy's whining I like can't get anything done Justin comes home the house is trashed I'm like don't have dinner I'm just like super overwhelmed and touched out and like I'm like okay or both of them are crying in the car. That's a freaking heck no for me. Yeah, I hate That's that. an immediate, like, I'm done having I'm done. kids. I, mean, I want to pull over the car and get out and walk home and just leave. <laughs> like, would I ever do that? Absolutely not. But, like. But you've thought it. Does it cross my mind occasionally? Occasionally. I will say, for, like, more times than not, it's not, like, a behavior of the kids. It It's a behavior of the kid mixed in with a bunch of other things. That's Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more of, like, I can't handle another child yeah like it's not I don't love my kids so much it's just like I have like I have a lot going on that day or I didn't yeah like you said I didn't get I didn't get to clean I didn't get to make dinner all these different things like you're trying to do so much in the day and you're like I can't get things done with two kids how am I supposed to get things done with three kids yeah even when your kids are great and and honestly on the reverse of that some days I have like the literal best days ever with Navy Rossi and like I just like will look back and they're laughing in the car together and I'm just like having my best day with them and I'm like two kids like just two two of them would be like so fun like I feel like so complete in those moments that I'm like completely agree with I'm done like this is so amazing they're just like best friends and I love it I have felt that so many times like you just you feel like your heart is just so good and like how is my heart supposed to grow more than this yeah like I'm just so content yeah exactly and like I felt that even when I had Pierce, like I felt like my heart was complete with Payson, but I was like, I knew I wanted another kid. Yeah. So I knew that my heart would expand. Like your heart's complete, but it's like the desire's still there. Yes. But this feeling with two, I don't have that much desire to have a third. Yeah. Like sometimes that desire goes away when you have like either a bad day or like a really, really good day. Because I'm just like, two is just so easy. I know. I'm like, it's one-on-one so easy it's just like I think it's harder for me to get to the feeling of ha- wanting to have a third like having another kid when I already have two when I had Payson I was like oh I'm I I'm not having one kid like I'll never just have one. I will never just have one and so I knew in my heart like no matter what I'm gonna have another one so it doesn't really matter but with the two kids I'm like I could have like I could be fine like I could be fine yeah you know what I mean? Oh, totally. But with one kid, I was not, definitely not fine. You weren't there yet. Okay, when you go to a restaurant, what are the first things that you look at? Oh, 100% the reviews. Okay, but and the menu. And the menu. I'm a picky eater, so I always check out the menu. But we all know how finding a doctor who takes time to actually listen, who cares and remembers your name is really, really hard. Yeah, but, I feel like doctors never remember your name, so yeah. that's really I went to my important. OB like every other week, and I feel like he never knew my name. <laughs> But with ZocDoc, you can actually read real patient reviews. Another really cool thing about ZocDoc is that it makes it easy to find quality doctors in your network and your neighborhood, and they actually make you feel heard. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Plus, all you do is search, find, and book doctors with just a few taps. And I also feel like one of the harder things in finding a doctor is to find a specialist. But on ZocDoc, you can find every specialist you need under the sun 
with your when you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix your achy back, or even get that mole checked out, ZocDoc will definitely have you covered. This is something I really, truly wish I would have known before we moved back to Arizona after Idaho. Every single person in my family needed to find a doctor. I was not even six weeks postpartum, and so I needed to find an OB. DJ had to get a physical for physical therapy school, and Payson was only two weeks old, and we did not have a pediatrician. ZocDoc.com finds the doctor that is right for you. You can book an appointment in person or remotely that works with your schedule. I didn't realize that millions of people use ZocDoc, but now it's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash codependent and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash codependent. ZocDoc.com slash codependent. Surprise, surprise, you guys. <laughs> We're back to talk about our favorite kids' vitamins, Haya. You guys know that we love Haya. And I just got another refill in the mail this week, and Navy was seriously so excited. But when you sign up for your first time, you get the cool Haya bottle, and your kids get to decorate it. They seriously have a blast because it comes with a bunch of stickers. That was 100% Payson's favorite part. She loved decorating it and made it easier for me to get her to take her vitamins because she was involved in the entire process. Moms love Haya just as much as the kiddos because the ingredients are so much better than most of the children's vitamins out there. We've talked about that so much. They're packed with tons of sugar and other stuff that shouldn't be in a vitamin. But with Haya, you have 12 organic fruits and veggies as well as 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They help support immunity, energy, brain function, concentration, teeth, bones, and so much more. I love that they come straight to my door with eco-friendly refills every single month. And I think the coolest thing is with the eco-friendly bottle, you can take it anywhere. It's super easy to pack. We even took ours to Canada. When we're on vacation, I'm always worried about what my kids are eating because I know they're not eating as healthy as we normally do at home. But I know when I have my vitamins, these are always consistent. Haya fills in the most common gaps in your modern children's diet to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste that they love. We've worked out a very special deal with Haya for the best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash codependent. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash codependent and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Jumping right back into these juicy questions, you guys, and I have a good one. You both are so narcissistic. (gasps) You show off your homes, your husbands, your kids, the trips you take every few weeks and everything you have. Why don't you just talk about your struggles? Just so you know, I'm not a bitter person. I see lots of kids your age struggling and they see you guys out there living your best life. Okay, first of all, I am living my best life. Has nothing to do with money, has nothing to do with house, has nothing to do with cars, but it does have to do with my family. So I like, even if that person had said that, take out the part where you talk about my family and my kids and my husband, because having a great husband, having a wonderful family doesn't make me narcissistic. And and I'm sorry. I'm proud of that. I want to show that off. I'm not going to go and talk crap about my husband on my social media about how bad of a husband he is just to fill the ego of other people that don't have that. That's, that's not true. You should aspire to have a wonderful family. We should be having examples of what it's like to have a healthy home family environment. Marriage. Uh, everything in between. So say what you want about the trip. Say what you want about the house. Say what you want about whatever I'm else. I'm sorry. Have I ever shut off my house? Ne- Jamie, literally never. Literally never. Literally never. Also, on the other side of that, I I bought a house and it was something that I Be was Be proud of it. Are you of. kidding me? And like, like, I bought my house because I worked hard for it. Like, 
That is so crazy to me that that's narcissistic. I was not given my home. I worked my butt off for my home. Like what? And I see other people already struggling. We struggle. Our husbands are in their graduate program. We're in debt for their graduate program. Like also, if I showed all the struggles in my life, it would be a lose-lose situation because then I'd be complaining too much. Then you're complaining. And we got messages like that on the on the um, question box as well that I complain too much about the struggles of my life. So I feel like you just – you either – are too happy or you're too sad. And I think it's hard because people are like the trips you take every few weeks. I think that that's really hard because like we're trying to take you guys along with us like on our LA trip because we're doing it for for Adobe Lane and like we like to show you guys the whole process. It's not because we're out there trying to say like, oh, we do this all the time and like blah, 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 blah. But also I think people have different priorities and you don't realize that, that like traveling or going on trips or going to do fun activities with your family is like a priority that we have that some people don't have and that's totally okay. And that's totally fine. And also some people would rather spend their money on doing things at home or upgrading their homes or or whatever you you choose to do with your extra money that you want to have fun with. Like I don't know, I think that it's it's hard to like how can we take everybody along but also like not not make be, people feel bad. Yeah. No, I know. That's it's a hard balance of like sharing your life and like how happy you are but then also caring about other people's feelings yeah but also I truly hope that if I am ever hurting anyone's feelings with the things I do or the things I buy or like my family is making you feel bad about yourself you should just unfollow me yeah I never want somebody to keep following me that feels bad about themselves when they watch my stuff like please unfollow me for your mental health because that's not that's not okay. No, that's it's not, not fair to you. And it's not fair to me to be judged about everything I'm doing. It's not fair to you to feel like that. Exactly. So like just unfollow and that's totally fine. Or mute. Mute. If you feel bad unfollowing or you don't want to unfollow, like we'll and you want to yeah. you want to check occasionally, like just mute. We'll go into this next week when we talk about social media boundaries and stuff and yeah. how we use our mute button and how we use our unfollow buttons because we have good experience with it. And I also want to say like, I don't want to forget about this part of it that says, why don't you talk about your struggles? I think that if you listen to our podcast, you you know what our struggles are. You know what we've struggled with. You know, like, the deepest parts of us that we've talked about that, like, yeah, maybe we're not currently struggling with. But, like, we also are still dealing with it. Like, we've talk, we're talking about that we're both going to therapy and we're both, like, trying to get over things that have happened in our lives. So, like, to us, the, that is sharing our struggles. Well, and, and, yeah, and maybe it, our struggles aren't the same monetary things that other people have. But I feel like... We're both pretty honest with that. I know. I think I have a really hard time with that myself personally, just because in the past I have gotten DMs that have said, like, all I do is complain. Mm -hmm. And I, like, hate that people think that about me because I genuinely love my life and I am just very – And you're so happy still. Very, very happy. And so I feel like I don't want to ever say anything negative on my Instagram account because I don't want people to think I'm complaining or I'm not super grateful for where I am in life because I truly, truly am. But then on the other side of that, I do get DMs like this that are like, why aren't you more real and raw and open with like the things that you're going through? And it's just genuinely to the bottom of my core, the best way to put it is that I can't win. Yeah. I literally can't win. I'm either trying to be too happy and it's fake or I am just really, really happy or I'm just complaining and people are mad that I'm complaining. Like, so I'm either fake or I'm complaining. It's, I can't win. I literally, I cannot win. And I think that is such a hard, hard part about being an influencer, especially with an influencer with my personality type because- You're like trying to be okay to share everything, but you're just getting criticized for everything. Yeah. And that's really hard because I am a people pleaser. And yeah. like, 
I hate when people say they're a people pleaser, but I genuinely am a people yes. pleaser. Yes. And it sucks because I know on both sides somebody's complaining about something that I'm yep. doing. Completely. But also, again, that's why we have the podcast because it's an entire hour that we can talk about our struggles in our life. And like, I don't have people immediately in my inbox telling me I shouldn't be feeling the way that I'm feeling. And it's nice to just be able to like talk. And it's literally like therapy for me to like talk for an hour on the podcast. And I know the people that love us and support us are the ones that show up and listen to the podcast. I, I doubt that person even listens to the podcast. No, I, I doubt they I know anything about it. our life. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, you can't win. Win. Literally. <laughs> okay. Is it my turn? Yes. If you could be any celebrity, who would you be and why? Oh, I mean, I think we both would say the same. There's two that I would be. First would be Haley Bieber because we talked about she's a literal icon. Yeah. But like, I think that the icon like surrounding will kind of die down. I agree. Like in the next couple of years. I mean, I, I literally love her not because I don't think she's like amazing, but I really, really love Blake Lively. She is like, that's what I was going to say. She advocates for such amazing things. I agree. She is like my favorite actress in any single movie that she's in. I just love her. I think she's gorgeous. And like her family life. Her family life. I just, I adore her so much. Like I would definitely be her for, does it say for a day? Yeah. Okay. Also, sorry. One more would might, might be, which would just be fun because I feel like not even that I want to be her, but like I want to meet her and I want to, I want to meet Jojo Siwa <laughs> because her TikToks are hilarious. I'm dead. She is like, she's just so funny and she just owns who she is. And she's like so crazy glitter has a whole room of all her like memorabilia. And I think it's just funny. I honestly would want to meet one of the Kardashians. Oh my gosh. I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. How could you not want to be a Kardashian for a day? I would want to meet Kim, but I feel like I have a big connection with Kylie. Yeah. I just really like Kylie. Like I just, I think she's just a good girl. I would just be like so intimidated. Oh, 100%. Are you kidding? How? I, how? How? How could I ever meet them? But, I, I will never meet them, but I wish I could. Same. I literally wish I could. Yeah. How could I forget about the Kardashians? Okay, next one. Makes me depressed. Does it bother your husband that you spend so much time with other people rather than him? No. No. I think Elaborate. this question's hard because you guys see such a small part of our lives. And a lot of the time, yes, me and Jamie are together. It's literally like 11 o'clock p.m. and we're together. And we have been together since 9 a.m. So, Yes, there are days where I barely see DJ. Like yeah. literally last night, the first time I saw him was when I climbed into bed with him at like 930 at mm -hmm. night. But that's also... Hey, you did go to lunch with him yesterday. Oh, I did. No, the day before that. Oh, but okay. But yes, there are days where it sucks to not see him, but he's not a stay-at-home dad. So any other person living like a normal life, not as an influencer, doesn't see their husband either because they're at work from eight to five and that's DJ he gets up and he goes to work he leaves at seven in the morning and he gets home he got home tonight he went to the gym after work and he got home at seven o'clock p.m. he was gone from seven to seven and normally by seven we're done hanging out and we're not together anymore yeah and then we try to limit our girls nights to one night a week and then normally me and you have to work one night a week yeah and so that's two nights out of seven nights that I spend not with my husband. I, I think will we both like try to make it a priority to make sure our especially our nights are with our husbands. Like yeah. And I think that they understand like when weeks are crazy, like this week has been crazy. I've been gone every night for different things that I've had to get done. And Justin fully like understands because we're leaving or like we're yes. leaving to Canada. I know that this is like coming out when we're already home, but still like yeah. he understands that things are crazy and so 
I don't know. And, and he knows it's just a very busy season of life right now. So I would say he's very, very patient with, with everything that's going on. But like, I also think we really do make it a priority to be home at nighttime with our husbands. Oh, 100%. Like, I really, truly find... We both, like, try even, like, dinner times and, and nighttime with our husband. Like, 100%. Because that's when they get home. Yeah. And I think... Just because, I don't know, for me personally, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like when DJ's home, I like to put my phone away. Like Me too. Because I have been on my phone all day or I've been doing this or that and I try to finish everything by the time he gets home so that we can just spend time together. And I, there was a, there was a season where I was making him every single second of my life with him that he was home, I was making him film a reel with me. Mm-hmm. And so... Every time I saw him, he'd be home for 20 minutes before he went to the gym or before he had to leave for another class or something. Like, let's say an hour break, and I would be like, get home during your hour break so that we can film a reel together. And then we'd spend 10 minutes together filming a reel, then he would literally leave again. And so that time wasn't really used the right way, in my opinion. Like, I just want to spend my time with him and not be on my phone as much as I normally would be. Like, that doesn't mean we don't snap the occasional photo or do the occasional Q&A box or the occasional TikTok together, but... In all honesty, like, I think I've just, the older I've gotten and the more on social media I've been, I've just realized those moments are so intimate that I just genuinely want to lay on the couch and watch a movie with my husband with no phones around us. Like, we do no phone zones at night. I put my phone in my room. We get in the pool. I put my phone in the room. We watch a show together. Like, I just value that time with him without my phone. And when I'm with you, we're, like, on our phones doing something fun or funny or lives or stories. And so it maybe looks like it's oversaturated with like friends and things I'm doing when in reality, like I just, I genuinely just like love spending time with my husband. It just is honestly far and few between, but that has nothing to do with the decisions that I'm making. Yep. No, I completely agree. Sorry. That was long. No, that was good. Have you ever thought about quitting social media? To be completely honest? No. Same. Like not at this point in my life and and where I'm at, I don't like it's our full-time income. And so like for that reason, but also like I enjoy doing it. I was like, I was about to say that. I love doing it. I love that I can like do it, but also we're starting businesses and we're, we have the podcast and like all of these things that come from social media and f- come from having a following so that people are interested in, in other parts of your life, which is businesses and yeah. your family and like whatever. So genuinely no. There's like a day like far and few between where I like take the day off of stories and I'm like, oh, that was kind of nice. That was kind of nice. But like also I missed my followers. Yeah. I missed like, I love going on and seeing people being like, oh, like, where were you? I exactly. You. And it's like, oh, that's a cool feeling. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, since the day I started, there's never been a time where I'm like, I'm not going to be on social media or my end goal is to never be on social media again. I love social media. I yeah. love sharing my life. I love the connections. And I think social media gets a really bad reputation just because there are a lot of negative effects of social media, but there also are very positive things on social media. I think... I'd like to scale back at some point just like to spend more time with my family and focus on businesses, but that I will never stop showing up on social media. Again, another really great example is Amber Filler Up because she has had this gigantic platform and she was always on posting all these photos, doing all these things. And then she opened businesses and she scaled back. She shows up every single day. She still shows up every day, but she she like does and shows what she wants to show, which I think is just literally incredible and like she'll like show her new day products or her new clip-ins or whatever like she does but she does like the things she loves she makes her kids like these beautiful snacks she does like her cute hairdos that she wants to do and shows her occasional postpartum outfit like which I'm just like she's like at the perfect spot because she can run these businesses but she can just share like exactly what she wants to share which sometimes it's hard to not be like what do people want to see versus what do I want to put out there 
Completely. So I've loved her like evolving over the years. It's been amazing to it's watch. It's been really cool. Okay. If your kids could explain you as a mom, what would you hope that they'd say? Oh. I love this question. I'm going to cry. I feel like. <laughs> Can I think about it? Can you do it first? Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing that comes to me, which like, I don't know, maybe if it's like something that I like always like wanted or like that I want to be for my kids is that I hope that they would say like, my mom loved me unconditionally, like no matter what. And that she was there in every moment at every event at every school pickup. Like she was always there when somebody like when I needed somebody to talk to, she was there just like that. I'm always there because I am always there. And I hope that they would like get that from me. That's like what I would say for you. Like, yeah. Even just hearing you talk about like being in the spelling bee. And I said like, do you feel the pressure from your parents? And you were like, no, they weren't even there. Like I never like, had And at such a there. young age, you noticed that they weren't there. I literally begged them like to come to an event yeah. because I wanted that as a kid. So like, but like Navy never questions like. If you're going to ever be there. I'm just there. Like, because yeah. that's like what she that's should what, feel. Completely. So that's definitely what I hope my girls will say. And they will. And they will. They will say that. I know they will. Because I'll be there. I, oh, this is hard. This it's is a hard, hard question. Well, first I want my kids to always know that I loved them. Like I never want them to ever go anywhere or see anybody and not say like my parents loved me and that I put them before anything else. And I always want my kids to know and feel encouraged to do the things that they love and want to do. Like I love watching my kids learn new things. And I think it's one of the greatest parts about being a mom. Like, even just seeing Payson, like, want to put an outfit together. Like, I want to encourage all of that. I want to encourage everything that she like, wants to do. be their number one cheerleader. I always want my kids to know I am going to be the first one to tell them to go after their dreams and yep. to tell them that they can do something and that they can take over the world. Like, no matter what. That Me and Payson just did a TikTok yesterday, and it was like, what was the audio? I was like, I'm your biggest fan. I'll follow you until, until you love, love me. me. Yeah. And like, I literally sat in the car crying when we did that TikTok. Cause that's so true. Cause it's so true. That's all I ever want to be is my yep. kid's biggest fans and want them to know that they can literally do anything. They can do anything. That's like, so you, cause that's it's, you, you're a dreamer and you like dream big and you go for it. And I think your kids will see that in you. And like, I hope they I will. know they will say that. Ugh. I love that. That got sappy, but that was, I don't know. I love that question. I thought that that was a really cool question. You asked, you said, you like saw that in the question box and I teared up immediately when you said it. And I was like, oh, we have to do that one. one. Okay. Should we do one that's going to change the entire course of the podcast? Yeah, I have one too. (laughs) You go first. (laughs) You guys. (laughs) This just changed directions literally (laughs) so fast. Would you rather DJ's wiener? Oh, I didn't know this was going. Would you rather DJ's wiener fall off or you lose your platform on Instagram? Okay, first of all, he's first of all he's given me two kids. We could be done. I don't really need his. Bye bye, DJ's wiener. I don't really need it. I mean, you don't need his wiener to pay your mortgage. I don't need my his wiener's not buying me a YS. No. Um, a hundred percent. I'd cut his wiener off. That's not <laughs> affecting me. It doesn't affect me at all. <laughs> a nice... million percent. Goodbye, sir. I could buy a strap on. 
that could do more than like, it does for me. Like literally goodbye. You buy like a vibrating one? Like there's so many options. I don't need it. Get rid of it. Get ready. Oh, you go. This is, is too funny. That, that was, was the best question on this was, whole thing. Yeah. I'm telling Whoever you. Whoever asked that was the best. Okay, this is gonna this is about this is mean a mean one. So okay. we're just changing okay. sappy, funny, mean. I'm curious about the whole garment wearing. Ooh. Do you find them optional for everyday life? I think it's fine if you choose not to wear them, but be honest about it is more important than saying you only wear that, don't wear them to the gym, and then it's obvious you aren't wearing them other times. It's confusing. I'm so super, super sorry you're confused. I'm so super sorry. The thing is, I don't need to be honest with you. I, I don't need to be honest with you. I don't. Or anybody else. Also, guess, guess who I need to be honest to? God. And myself. Yeah. And that's it. Justin and I were talking about this because Kenzie actually sent me this message like when we weren't together last night. And Justin's like, it's so funny that people care. Like, because people are like, it's not about your underwear. I care about the covenants that you made with God. Well, also don't care about my covenants. Care about your covenants. Care about, bingo. Like, why do you care about my covenants that I, and if people don't know what that is, covenants is just a promise. Like you make a promise with God and like Part of the promise is that you'll wear the garments for protection and like it serves as like a reminder of the promises that you made with God. So like it's funny that people care about the promises that you made rather than what they made. No, completely. Like you choose to wear your garments at all times. Like I'm super, super happy for you. Good. Bye. Bye. Literally bye. I just and that's the thing is like it's not. If you're like, it's not about the underwear, it's about the covenants. It's like, yes, I agree with that. I, a million percent is not about the that. underwear. But also don't ask about my relationship with God. To me, asking me about my garments, it's not just asking me about my underwear, which is extremely inappropriate, but it's also asking about my relationship with God. Yeah. My, like you have a lesser relationship because you don't wear, wear them. them. Which is so inaccurate. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. And I think that like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, they've, they've also like changed and evolved over the years. You guys like garments literally used to be to your ankles, to your wrists. Yeah. Like no skin showing, like they've evolved over the years. And I think that our attitude on them has also evolved of like, what are these promises? And like, like, what are, what are they reminding you of? And that's like a very personal thing. That's not something that you should judge somebody else's like relationship completely and if the first thought in your head when you see a photo of me is she's not wearing your garments then you're judging you're judging and you've got to fix your mindset you've got to fix your mindset like oh that's a cute outfit i'm not gonna lie to you is it my first thought sometimes sometimes like oh yeah they're not but guess what i move on to cute outfit i love that they look so good in that it takes time to change a culture it takes time uh i would say give me a freaking last year amber hated her content same. I was like, wow, she's a Mormon influencer. She never wears her garments. She never talks about church, blah, 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 blah. Hated what she posted. I think another reason why people are so up in arms about our garment wearing is because we talk about it. I agree too. Because we're very open and, and talk about the questions you're asking us, you feel comfortable to ask us, which you know what? I'm fine with. Yeah. Ask me. Yeah. And, I'm and totally we're, fine. we're open about it. Like I'm not, and like we said in the beginning, we're not offended by these questions like at all. I think some of them we just laugh at because we think that it's funny that people like are super concerned about it. That are super concerned about the, my relationship with my God. Exactly. And I think that my mindset over the years has definitely changed to not be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to judge immediately to make sure they're wearing their garments. Like I don't, I don't care. Wear your garments or don't wear your garments. Like that's a you, that's a you thing. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you care so much if I do or if I don't. I will say, like, if you want an honest answer from me, I don't wear my garments all the time. If, yeah. if that's what you're asking me to say on the podcast, like, 
I don't wear them all the time. There are a lot of times where I don't wear them. I wear them to sleep every single night. I wear them to church every single Sunday. I mostly wear them like at night when like we're going on, like if me and DJ go out like on a dinner date or if I'm like going out with my kids or those type of things, I sometimes don't wear them around the house, especially on a day that I go to the gym. I just stay in my gym clothes all day. I sometimes, you know what? I won't wear them to a girl's night. I saw this dress and I really wanted to wear it and I'm going to wear it because I want to and I I don't need to. That's my explanation. And I think that a lot of times too, people forget that yes, garments are like a modesty thing, but they're also like, that's not all that they are. And that like a lot of outfits are actually super modest without garments. Like, yeah. And okay, sorry, that's my opinion on it is that yes. if I feel modest and and it's not affecting my relationship with God and I'm still remembering those promises and, and like things that that we made together, like I I'm OK to not wear my garments like, yeah. and that sits OK with me. And I think that that's the difference is like that doesn't sit okay with some people and that's totally okay. And that's totally fine. Like, and I'm not judging you for that not being okay. I just like, when I say I wear my garments, what I mean by that is I still have my garments. I still put them on my body every single day. There's never a day that goes by that I don't wear my garments at some point of the day. And I love my garments and I cherish them and I cherish my relationship with God more above anything that I cherish ever. Ever, yeah. And so the answer is I try to be as honest as I can about my garment wearing because I don't want other people to feel alone or confused or like they can't be the best member of the church if they don't wear them every once in a while. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like I remember going to a bishop and being like, hey, like I had a baby and I'm like really, really uncomfortable. Like I literally couldn't wear them pregnant. Like I was so uncomfortable them touching my body, being tight, like whatever. And I remember and he's like, that's between you and God. And that was like when a light bulb went off in my head. Like, it's not like a yes, you wear them or no, you don't wear them. It's like, that's between me and God if I wear them and when I wear them and how I'm comfortable wearing them. Yeah, completely. And that's the end of it. That's yeah. literally where I draw the line of like, it's up to me and God. Like, So along the same subject, since we were asked this in the question box a lot, has the podcast and going deeper into like religious reflections made you sway farther away from the church? I literally love this question more than I've loved any question. And I keep saying that, but truly, no, actually the 100% the opposite. That's exactly how I feel. I feel a deeper relationship and a deeper connection with God than I have in years. So we took a trip up to California at the beginning of this year. And on the way back, me and Jamie like had a whole six six hours. I was going to say six hour conversation about whether or not we wanted to be members of the church. Yeah. Like, we dug real like, deep. L- like, let's picture us leaving. What would it look like? What would it look like? Would we care what people thought? Yeah. Would mom disown us? Would our family be okay? Would our in-laws hate us? Like, we dove into every scenario about leaving the church and what... And then we dove into why why we'd want to stay. Exactly. What draws us? What draws us to it? And we both were like, let's go home and let's just have some self-reflection. Let's go to church or let's not go to church. Let's see how we feel. Let's talk to our husbands. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about it. And like, that's that was up. like right when we started the podcast. Yeah, it was. And I remember like going home and talking to Justin and like I've talked about this on the podcast being like, I don't I don't know like what I believe. I don't yeah. know if I believe any of this. I don't know if I believe anything. I believe in God. And that's like where I could leave it. Like Same. I was like, I believe in God and I know I believe in God. But like, what does that mean? I don't know. And it took like months to be like, where I was comfortable and where I felt like confident to even like talk about it, like even with him, like, and he, I know he was like kind of weird about it too. Like 
do you want to go to church? Like what, 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 do you, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Like, I'm going to go to church and I'm like a hundred percent go to church, yeah. like, whatever. But I think that it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I would just say, no, I've definitely actually felt a stronger relationship with God and even with the church and feeling comfortable with where I lie in the church and in the standards of the church versus like me being so hyper-focused on all the do's and don'ts of the church. And then like and I, that's actually yeah. straining my relationship with God. I think the podcast has made us really dive deep into questions because people do ask hard questions and I want to answer them. I don't, I never like, I remember like reading a question about the Mormon church and I would be like turned off, zoned out, not going to answer, going to ignore because I don't want to reflect on it. I don't want to look into it deeper because I was a little bit scared to look into it deeper. Yeah. Now I'm so confident in looking into it deeper. I am so confident when somebody asks me a question that I can answer it and how I answer it doesn't reflect on how my relationship with God is. Yeah. And if it reflects on how good or bad of a member I am, that that's fine with me. Well, I'm fine with that because I'm confident in my relationship with God and I'm confident in my standing in the church. And if that's not the perfect perfection of a Mormon and what a Mormon should look and be like, I am truly okay with that because I'm okay with who I am. And there's been this like almost like double life that I feel like I've had to live for a really long time of like, I like want to do this, but I can't do it because I will look like a bad member of the church when like in reality, I just, and I feel like that's have like, that has really made some like self-confidence issues of not feeling like I can be who I am. And so in this new era of like deep diving into my relationship with the church and with God, I am just like in such a good place with how I feel about the church. I 100% agree. And I, somebody asked, like, I don't think we saved this one, but it kept coming to my head. Like, do you guys actually believe you're spokespeople for the church? Absolutely. I do not. Absolutely not. All I would actually consider us the opposite. Like the only thing that I can say is that we're spokespeople for our own relationship with Bingo, God and yes. our own relationship with the church. And, and if that's sharing with you guys, like we're sharing with you guys, like through our journey. So like, if there's negative things that, that we feel or say, like, we're going through that at the time and we're working through it and we're figuring figuring it out. But also if there's positive things we bring up, those are like what draws us and what makes us stay in the church. Well, and I think another side of that is like we literally had someone on that has left the Mormon church. Yeah. Like I know. I don't think we're advocating for people to join our church. I think people are very curious about our church. And I think that that is kind of the like we entered into this podcast at the time of mom talk. And like so many people were so excited to ask questions about Mormons that they were like reading and seeing on TikTok. And we've sat down and we've answered some of the harder questions. And I think that's why people keep coming back and asking us questions because we're actually answering them. So if that makes us spokespeople for the church, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. With, I love to answer the hard questions. Like, Same. And I think we both feel confident in answering them now than we ever have before. But remember on that drive, we literally said, let's not talk about the church. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like you and I are going to keep talking about it as we go through our journey and as we learn more and as we evolve and as our families change and I don't know the conversation's not over amen amen <laughs> okay I got a good one okay do you think you should follow your heart or your brain Ooh, I mean the the hard question I feel like you would say brain I would say I don't know I, I don't know if I can answer that because I would say like in my perfect world would be 50 50 absolutely logic mixed with love love and logic i 100 percent base most of my decisions on my heart you for sure do and that screws me 
See, I would say I base 50-50. Like who I am, I do. I could see that for you. Like I'm not a full you follow, logic. But, but I, you also follow your gut. Like Justin would say follow logic. Oh, follow your brain all day, every day. Yeah. Your heart is dumb. See, that's why me and DJ are screwed. We both follow our heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a good 50 50 I'm like, okay, I'm like too emotionally invested in this. I've got to not like think like that. But then other times I'm like, I'm going to follow my gut and my heart because it's telling me and I'm going to trust it. Okay, it makes so, sense. So I think that that's a very, yeah. Okay, this one's really, I have two very, very funny ones. Between your sisters and their spouses, who would you <laughs> who would you F kill and marry? Your husband can't be included. Okay. Let's freaking go. I'm going to start with kill. Okay. <laughs> Cameron. Sorry, Cameron. You were out. You are out. I would. The, the chewing. The chewing. Because couldn't do it. The chewing. I'm out. But you know what? If I married Cameron, I'd be rich. That's true. But you're rich without Cameron. True. Okay. <laughs> No, Cameron. Cameron's out. So we got Parisa and Justin. F1, marry one. I feel like I could do either with either. Because Parisa, we would be, have like the best life ever. Like, oh, yeah. She'd be so fun. She'd be so fun. Okay, but you guys don't know this. Parisa's emotional. So that might not be good. But me and Justin, dude, I feel like we'd butt we'd heads. butt heads. Frick. I know. You would butt heads. Me and Justin would butt heads like crazy. I know. You and Parisa could just cry together. Yeah, that's not very good either. But I could not be married to Cameron. I think I'd be married to Parisa. Yeah. I think that would work the best. Yes. I'd probably F Justin. F Justin, kill Cameron, marry Parisa. Yeah. That's right. logic. I love it. Okay. I would. I'm in my lesbian era. You're in your lesbian era. I I'm, love that for I'm you. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I love that for you. Okay. I would F. I think I'd F Parisa. Okay. you marry DJ? I'd marry DJ. You guys would get along. I'd marry DJ because I'm like logic. He's emotion. Anybody can marry DJ. Yeah. DJ's just an easy, easy kind of guy. He's an easy guy. Yeah. You would have to train him. I would train him. Because you've trained Justin very well oh, to like I'm clean. A good, I'm a good trainer. So he would DJ's need... like easily convincible. Yeah, but he doesn't listen to direction very well. It would take some training, but I, I could do it. You, If anybody could do it. I could do you it. You could do it. I could do it. You could do it. Yeah. And DJ's like, I mean, he's a good guy. I could so, do it. He's a good guy. He's also tall. He's so. also, hey, I could get my fantasy. <laughs> he's a foot taller than me. <laughs> okay. Do you ever have hesitation with cosmetic surgeries, extensions, fillers, etc.? And what message that sends to your daughters? That's a really good question. And I can honestly say that I, I would used to think like, like, yes, but also I've realized that no. My answer is no. <laughs> I was going to make that, it was gonna be so, much that so profound. But honestly, no, I don't I don't worry about it because A, I like to get those things. And I think the number one thing to teach your daughters is confidence. I agree however with that. they feel about confidence, I don't care. I agree with that. Like, of course, I don't want them like showing off their booty and like. I'm like not going to pay for my daughter to get her lips done. I won't no. pay for her boob job. Like I'm not paying for anything. But if she wants to spend her our hard-earned money on it, she can do that if she Just wants like to. Just like we do. Just like we do. And I could never – I think that that's a really bad double standard to be like, yeah, all that stuff doesn't make you beautiful, like blah, 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 when I'm doing it. Like that's that's not right. Like it is so good to teach your daughter those things. And also 100%. mommy's beautiful without them. I don't yes. need them. I just want them. I don't need them, but I like them. I like them. And like I'm very pretty without them and like – look at these photos of me and I didn't have them and I still look really pretty. Yeah. And like, but yeah. also on the other side of that, like my mom's been getting Botox for literally 30 years and I had no idea. Yeah. Like growing up, I had no idea. And then finally, like one time she's like, I have an appointment. I'm like, what's your appointment? She's like, Botox. I'm like, oh, you, you get Botox? Did. Like I was shocked. Like who are you? And she's like, Kenzie, I've been getting Botox for like 10 years. And I'm like, oh, 
Okay. So it's like not a big deal, it's but not like a big deal. It, it may it just seems way worse than it is. Yeah. At like a young age, but first and foremost, you teach your daughters they're beautiful. You teach them they don't need anything, but if they do want something later in life, you do you. And I think teaching them that confidence really early in life, that hopefully their confidence is instilled not in their looks, because like yeah. even I could have the lips and the hair and like everything, and I'm if I don't feel my confidence, like. It's not there, even though I have all the stuff. You're not doing the stuff to make you feel confident. I'm not doing the stuff to, yeah, to like level out the fact that I'm missing a confidence. I'm doing it because I already feel confident and it, and it enhances it or like it makes me like it makes it doesn't make me feel confident, but it, I don't know. It like it makes me happier. Yeah. Like that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah, I agree. So I'm no, not worried about it either. It doesn't. Do you think it actually might annoy actual full time working moms who work nine to five jobs? When you complain about how busy you are, sorry, but your job is just not the same, yet you get paid extremely well. Just don't get how you complain so much. I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit, like with the can't win thing, but I also feel like it's really rude to say that somebody's job isn't the same. I think that we value moms that work nine to five just as much as we should value a mom that doesn't work a normal job and is a stay-at-home mom just as much as we should value a mom that is a stay-at-home working mom again with like the comparison of women of like, like why are we comparing that like everybody's job as a woman is freaking hard and when I com- complain about how busy I am I don't mean it as a complaint I love being busy even when I wasn't body. when I wasn't an influencer I was so busy I I was a server part-time I was in school full-time I was nine months pregnant I had a call I had three callings in church like I am a busy body and it's never supposed to come off as complaining it more so of just like this is what I'm doing and I'm busy and the season of life is so busy and it's okay that it's so busy. I don't know that just that question just rubs me the wrong way of like actual working moms like you're discrediting the fact that I am a working mom even though I'm not working nine to five. I work from 7 a.m. until midnight like tonight is where they're doing the podcast at 11 p.m. Like I don't know I would never say I work harder than somebody that works an actual full-time job Ever. I would never say that. But I also wouldn't say that I don't work hard because I work very wouldn't hard. Wouldn't diminish the work that you do because people don't realize. And we've done literally a whole episode on that. Of well, like and how people don't realize what goes into what we're doing. And also on top of that, you don't know how much money I make. Yeah. So why are you saying that? She said you make extremely well. You get paid extremely well. It's like you don't even know how much money I make, but you're spouting that out. Well, and also like how, I mean, you can assume whatever you want, but like, even if and when influencers do start to make good money, doesn't mean they've always made that good of money and the hard work that has been put into it to get to where they are. Yeah, like, completely. I think that that changes things too. I know. I just, that question just like rubs me such the wrong way. I know. It just is like rude because I think as women, that's literally like the opposite of being well, a feminist. I was going to say. discourage other women from what they're doing and if they're quote busy or if it's quote an actual job. So you're saying that being a stay-at-home mom's not an actual job just by saying that question. Yeah. Because stay-at-home moms are so busy. Because they're not having a monetary, like, value put on what they're doing. I'm sorry, that's the hardest job in the whole entire world. Exactly. And you're working from midnight to midnight. Like, literally. Midnight to midnight. Like, you're you're never off. You're never off as a mom. Even when you're sleeping. If you have a baby, you're up. And so you saying an actual job, and then she put in quotations, I'm just assuming it's a she, she put in actual quotations, like, working from nine to five. So that woman is saying as an actual job, you have to be working nine to five, which is just, first of all, it's 2022, girl. Yeah. It's 2022. People work all day, all night, whenever they want, however less they want. And just because you work nine to five does not mean you're 
an actual job. Yeah. Being a stay-at-home mom or working from your phone or working remotely or working at 4 a.m. doing teaching English in to Chinese kids like like you did like yeah that's an actual job that's like, an actual job I don't know it just we we just have to put labels on things and it just being uh, a stay-at-home mom is an actual job just like what I do is an actual, actual job. job because I spend probably 40 hours a week on my job yep. and I do get paid extremely well but I also have not gotten paid extremely well exactly. like I it, I've been doing this for two and a half years now like yeah now I've made a living for myself which is amazing but at the beginning, I wasn't doing that. And I was putting in more than 40 hours a week. So, oh my gosh, that is just like the stupidest question I've ever heard. I'm so sorry if you asked that, but that's just the stupidest question I've ever heard. No, no, no. No, no, no. That was a lot of good juicy questions, guys. That was fun. That was worth my mental health of doing the anonymous questions again. It was. That was funny. It was good to analyze them and not be like hurt. Yeah. I was was honestly hurt reading them, but I'm glad that we did this episode. It was good. It was good. There was meaner ones, but we didn't do them. So it's fine. We did some pretty good ones. We did some good ones and we got to give our side of the story. So. So. Anyways. We'll see you guys next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.